Welcome to FIFA Talks with Hathi and you are listening to Day 1, Round of 16, Match Analysis. So today we have Harsh Chaudhary who is here with us and who is going to talk about the Round of 16 and the first two matches of the knockout rounds. Hi Harsh, how's it going? Wonderful. So we are so, finally into this last you know, Round of 16. Yeah, because from now on, it's just going to be do or die. Mm, yes. Indeed. Indeed. So let's start. Uh, let's let's not waste any time. Just dive right in, right? I mean, mm. that'll be fine. Yeah. So the first match, Argentina versus France. Um, I was quite literally rooting for France because of the young blood and the team that they have. But I was rooting for Messi because, well, I mean, what's what's a World Cup without Messi? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 actually the one thing that you know makes the entire country come together. That to see one of the greatest player on the greatest stage and expectations are so high. So obviously, you have fans, you know, with their blood rushing, and they there was so many so much of expectations from the Argentina side and apparently after going through the group stage, you know. They all they all wish that Argentina somehow managed to create something spectacular. No, remember because, huh? because if you remember France's run towards the knockout round in the last of sixteen, you remember that it was stellar. Hmm. It was amazing. And if you if you look at Argentina, it was like they barely managed to get through. <laughs> it was like you know a sprinkle of luck, basically. They, they drew with Iceland. They drew with Iceland. They drew, yeah, yeah. They drew with Iceland. Yes. <laughs> you had to say it thrice because you know you have to. You're just like still registering it. Like yeah. it is Iceland. Uh, considering the phenomenal players who have broken such defenses, you know, one of the best defenses in the world, and at the end of the day, they drew with Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cannot believe this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, if you looked at Argentina today, I could see that it was a bully Argentina. It wasn't Argentina that played against Iceland or Nigeria. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was an Argentina that actually was a bully. Mm-hmm. They were physically bullying France's players, and you could properly see Rojo yeah. when he, like you know, when he tackled um, Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could see that he was a bully there. He, they were bullying on field because, well, they were one down and they had to get something out of the chances or anything. They have to, you know, push through the defense of, you know, and France has a wonderful defense lineup. Those who were huh. very, very tactically managed and also amongst them was one of the performers who is less recognized in the stellar lineup, Kante. Okay. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he is. I don't know where does he gets that much amount of energy and power. He's just running out from here and there. Considering him, the back four. So Argentina, but the thing is, he was he was still better in France's squad than he was in Manchester United squad. <laughs> to be very honest, definitely hundred and ten percent, definitely. You could you could totally see that yeah he's working his game he's working towards it and to be very honest I can say the same about France France 
seems to be more complete and well structured squad than Argentina was and you can see that their entire attack was well coordinated and it was worth watching yeah and uh, one uh, thing of you know attack we i first of all i like to highlight that one thing one little detail about the defense as far as france is concerned mm-hmm. 22 clearances by french versus seven clearances by argentina damn <laughs> do you know what does that mean argentina is striving forward to get inside the box keep the ball inside the opposition's half and at the end of the day the ball just <laughs> swings forward and that's what happened you know the first goal which came from france they just hmm. cleared the ball away and then comes the young talent mbappe he runs through the defense he tortured them like anything roho i don't think so that he did anything wrong <laughs> okay okay controversial yeah. point wrong <laughs> because he had to do what he had to do ah so well he didn't have any, any other you, option you you do you do what you have to do so that you can do what you want to do well, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the thing is talking about mbappe it's 4 minutes mm. two goals amazing and the french love Mm-hmm. and he's still young yeah, he's mm-hmm. still young and like there are pretty good chances that he might not retire this year like some of <laughs> the other oh, players yeah. might yeah. some of them we might not okay. name them because well mm-hmm. messy yeah. um <laughs> mm-hmm. okay um so let's just talk about that that the both of the 2014 finalists are out mm-hmm. argentina and germany well germany was ridiculous to be very honest yeah. and uh, they yeah they were they know. were well uh, properly ridiculous but uh, argentina i don't know it was i i think their luck ran out just like messi did because mm. messi definitely ran out they, he was like okay you know what i'm done mm. that's it jorge yeah. just pack my bag come on like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he could he couldn't manage to sustain you know for how long a particular player is going to you know contain the ball with himself and do his amazing tricks 90 minutes is too much for him too much for any particular person like, and and you have particular moments in a game if you are a good player if you are a very good player you have particular moments in a game like mbappe has his has its own apparently similar thing happened with messi also but who was there to support him exactly i mean France was playing as a team because they knew it's an 11 man game that's right. what germany thought when they were playing in 2014 exactly. and that is exactly what football is it's a 11 man game you cannot play without defense or without midfield and just just remove them from the equation spoiler alert i am a ronaldo fan and uh, well there's one thing that i really loved about messi today and that was the way he reacted to Mercedes's goal Mar- oh, sorry Mercado's goal 
Indeed. I mean, it was it was his goal because the keeper did not know where the ball came from because it was magical Messi. Hmm. But Mercado just had a little touch to it, and it went inside. And Messi did not have an aggravated feeling. He just he was literally a team man. Yeah. He wasn't thinking about his own personal records or his own personal stuff. Yeah, and that thing which actually you know he wanted to win. That was that particular moment where you can actually see that Messi wants to win this game by hook or crook. Anyways, even if it comes off the hand of someone, oh my God, did that happen somewhere? Yeah, it did happen. Even if it comes off your hand, he will accept it because he wanted to win. Put put things to the end because at the end of the day, he will be remembered to be one of the greatest club players, but. and back home you know there's a different story altogether that you may be great at your club level but you couldn't carry the burden of your team and you can't be on your shoulders so what sort of a man you are that is one of the biggest you know things about football that your country will always blame you if you don't perform at that level there are always different perspectives to one different to one same man there is always different perspectives to one same man And, and, and you did not okay you you were amazing you were amazing but ma- like ma- like let's talk about maradona hmm. maradona was the was at at a peak when it when he was actually playing but he still remembered for that one goal hmm. you know hmm. yeah. so that that's what football that's one of the plights of uh, like, being a football uh, player as well as a football fan to be honest hmm. yes. okay so i think i do do you there was something again apart from hmm okay There was one thing which I noticed about Argentina in this particular knockout stage compared to the play, way they played in the group stage. Okay. In the group stage, what they used to do is they used to try and um, stretch the uh, pitch, stretch the players, mm-hmm. and the defense used to do that. They used to carry the ball from the defense and they used to punch it through to the forwards. now the problem with that was the defense wasn't very good at holding the ball um, you can only expect so much from mascherano to do but even in fact ever banega did very nice as far as containing the ball in the other half was concerned but okay. they both you know he was alone di maria did his part di maria he was exceptional in this game as far as argentina was concerned To be very honest, Neymar did not show up that much when it came to the group stages. But where it mattered, Neymar yeah. did show up, and his goal was amazing. I mean, you could—it was one of the best goals that I've seen of Argentina. To be very honest, in this particular World Cup. Yes, exactly, and that is why individual brilliance inspires, which it didn't happen with Argentina. Where were they lacking? Do you have any idea? Because we have seen teams where which which perform magnificently after picking up a single goal, which is you know so brilliantly taken. Such such individual brilliance inspires the team to win, but that didn't happen with Argentina. I mean, to be to be very honest, if you talk about Argentina as a team, I think they lack a very good midfield that can just pass the ball to Messi, and that is and and the another issue with Argentina is they have. the one ideology that they want to pass the ball to messi and let him score but the thing is if you want to man mark one man 
you will send two defenders and that guy is blocked yeah yes yes and this is something this is something ronaldo realized early on when he was playing euro 2016 mm-hmm. yeah. he got this because when he was playing against spain he mm-hmm. got that mm-hmm. and what he did was he used it to his advantage mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. took all the limelight away mm-hmm. and let an underdog score yeah. every time mm indeed yes 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 so that, okay so on this point uh, okay Real Madrid, hmm. just Pepe obviously on his side. Hmm. 
uh, who scored brilliantly today to be mm. very honest to mm-hmm. uh, just pepe on his side i don't think he is uh, that uh, charismatic mm. on his field but uh, yeah uh, today kavani scored a double and still is injured Mm-hmm. what do you think will happen when they would be in the quarter finals facing the team that would win mm-hmm. do you think the injury i mean because it was an injury that did like you know it felt it felt a lot more you know grave than i think it is he he didn't even stand up from the stands to celebrate that was... he did not exactly mm-hmm. and if this if you know for you know prevails if this injury prevails then Uruguay is, is definitely in a big fix because most of the talent is like obviously not, but most of the game is based upon counter attacks. If you yeah. if you have seen the group stage matches, they even even the goals come from set pieces. So they they are not the team which make game which make the play, and they are more based on the physical end of the tactics. They 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 hold firm. Even today's match, they were like the navigators could navigate through the entire defense. It hold it held so firmly. Gooding and bro, I mean Gimenez and Gordon, they were amazing. They knew when the ball was coming and they cleared it away. They knew that they couldn't keep the ball in 18 yards. Well, they were they were apparently they were not from Argentina that they tackle people, mm-hmm. not ball. Yeah. in the 18 year war very smart very smart defense that sort of a defense is expected from you know if you if i don't know who said it but yeah if you want to win a match you you are you should have good attackers but if you want to win a cup or a league you should have good defenders well sir you are quoting sir alex ferguson right now the great manager of manchester united yeah and ex manager sorry my bad <laughs> i'm still in that phase where yeah. i still feel <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and, and you know the portugal had a simple mentality get the crosses and what happened to them uruguay has a very you know tall lineup as such everyone is tall and thin and you cannot you know this there was one moment in the first half when they actually tried to move inside the box You know, they have skillful players. Portugal has skillful players. They don't mm. have that physical strength, the raw strength as the Uruguayan side, but they mm. have they have skilled players, and they tried to steer their way inside the box. If that could have been more, if they could have you know tried to move inside the box more, you know push around, they could have got more fouls committed on them, and maybe that could have led mm. to more set pieces because. in the first half they did certainly something like that and they got a bit of luck when it came to foul at the end of the day a defender is going to snap we have seen row in the first match and in this match also a defender is going to snap he, he cannot take it when a player moves around that much but um, to be very honest the defense seemed very really calm and composed today because they have played against ronaldo when he was in real madrid i mean the defenders are like one of the defenders is from atletico madrid so he knows mm. how to defend this guy mm. he just has to be very silent he has to be very quiet and he has mm. to be very calm and composed because ronaldo eventually is going to lose his calm mm-hmm. yeah and uh, well, let's talk about cavani's score if that's okay 
turned from a one man game to an 11 man man game mm. after the last world cup mm. you know you can properly see when and i think uh, getting into barcelona has changed his entire game plan mm. because yeah. now he's under messi's shadow and he's not the main man anymore mm. Mm. yes yes and this has helped uruguay a lot because mm. now he knows that he has to play in a team mm. with edison cavani and cavani can score brilliant and he looks amazing and tall and he can score the great headers great header if definitely yeah. long shot finesse everything is with him and yeah. at the same time yeah you definitely see torres you know spurts of barca tactics played in and they they both were playing a different game all together if and once again as i say the injury prevails <laughs> are in a very big fix for a alone he will be left alone i'll tell you what happened what was the usual uh, thing i saw in the uruguayan defense there were nine people at uh-huh. a single time nine people blocked in front of the goal there was there was this one time when cosmara actually crossed to ronaldo ronaldo nearly had the ball but there were four defenders between ronaldo and the ball four defenders i thought there were four defenders all together how and there were many other players that were around ronaldo i was like how many players are actually covering ronaldo like is it man marking to another level it was like if when um uh, uh, okay by the way consider william carvalho he was uh, the holding midfielder now he mm-hmm. was at the center and he used to pass around the ball from, from this wing to left wing to right wing yeah as soon as the ball comes to him you see three people running down because he cannot run because he cannot <laughs> run three people were running straight at him physically strong build people pushing them pressurizing the portugal team the navigators to lose their calm and they did and, and one thing which was very dreadful was rafael rafael playing as a left back he he committed so many mistakes towards the end of the game i i consider him to be one of the integral part of the team as you are as you are a left back i've seen i am being a real madrid fan as in one of the finest left backs in the on the field marcelo uh, and marcelo and and i'll naturally compare it to him he he plays for dortmund and he that that boy he he committed so many mistakes so many crosses so many he he had apparently five players in front of him inside the box with five mm. players with five players inside the box you don't take a long shot you try and curl it the bo- curl the ball inside the box but he yeah. didn't he just smashed the ball outside the box yeah 
and okay okay when will keepers understand that even though it is the last 2 minutes of the game mm-hmm. and if there is a corner mm-hmm. you should not come on the other side of the mid mm-hmm. uh, okay center line charging when charging will, through <laughs> charging that too yeah. i mean like when will keepers understand that like is it is it not enough that noise suffered a two loss <laughs> loss Mm-hmm. against korea like korea. south korea like not even not even north korea i mean if it was north korea we could have understood that kim jong un actually did threaten some of the family members yeah, pressure that we could have understood pressure <laughs> yeah. or something like you know yeah. we all know kim kim is amazing kim is <laughs> the most amazing man in the entire world obviously yeah but uh, <laughs> but it was south korea <laughs> german german were the laughing stock of yeah. this entire world cup Okay um let's talk about Ronaldo okay Ronaldo as a player Ronaldo to be very honest in this game he was a bit of a letdown because he was not uh, passing the ball around there was this one uh, particular point in the entire game where Ronaldo had a chance where he could have passed the ball uh, passed the ball to Karisma and he could have scored the goal that he that was much needed but what he did was he just shot the ball yeah Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was trying to shoot the ball from like 23 30 yards outside yeah, yeah. the entire circle and i was mm. like okay that doesn't happen every day mm. yeah so same thing yeah. 10 out of 1 10 one time you can score such a goal but no he he just you know there there was this thing you know portugal has been a victim of var and poor referee ah. Yes, 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 poor referee yes. so the towards the end of the game they lost their calm because they couldn't take it the referee was not giving them the fouls which actually you know i thought that they were apparently oh yeah that was that was a proper foul that was a proper foul proper should have been given it was outside the box to be very honest yes, but it but, was a foul hmm. and 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 referees you know and the most annoying thing for a player can be a referee He doesn't give the foul. <laughs> look, look at the stakes. Look at the stakes. We are playing in the greatest stage, and that too in a knockout round. You don't get a chance. You, these are the dying minutes. After that, the only thing you are going to get in is a plane. That's oh no! Actually, the regret, <laughs> regret, depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the worst thing that happened to uh, Portugal was Andre Silva. Yeah. Where was he? No, no, no. Where was he? That was that was fine. But the thing is, he was playing. He had the ball mm-hmm. when the keeper oh. lost the ball from his hand. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the entire pole, the entire goal was oh. empty. Yeah. And oh. where did he shoot? He he became. Uh, if you have seen Chakde India, Indian fans. If you have seen Chakde yeah. India, he became Kabir Khan. Kabir Khan. <laughs> <laughs> I would really wish if any Portugal fan has seen such the India, just go right Gaddar, please. <laughs> Gaddar. <laughs> yeah, man. How, how, you know, he couldn't believe it. It would have, it would have been on the training ground. It would have surely ended up in, at the back of the net. Even a mosquito, nothing, not even a fly was inside the pole. How? <laughs> But and he was inside that 18 yard deal you know, like he was he wasn't even far away he was inside that 18 yards of box and he was like where would i hit it if there is a goalkeeper 
but i i really really want to you know at this particular moment there would be one man who would have appreciated the jams that would have would have been a croatian player would have thought this is very simple and how can you do it <laughs> yeah, it, you know how it turned out <laughs> oh, okay. so come on okay. but the thing is hmm. but the thing is if you okay the one thing that i really love about portugal and i think this would be the last year when portugal would actually have him on the squad is the addition of charisma hmm. whenever he comes as a sub inside a game hmm. he changes the entire playing mentality of portugal because mm. the midfield gets stronger and mm. ronaldo doesn't have to run from the midfield to get the ball yeah. he has to just stay in the front mm. and just has to you know properly properly trust that charisma would do something electrifying electrifying is the one word i have for charisma you know as soon as he gets on the pitch he always doing something He's running from one wing to another wing. He's trying to get the ball. He's trying to cut down players. He was the one actually who was trying to, you know, get inside the box rather than crossing wildly. You see, which was of course the plan. But you see, did try to get inside the box. There were moments where did those three charisma, and, you know, he had. That's what I was saying. They had skillful players, definitely. And charisma was one of the best thing that has happened to Portugal just because of the fact. Cristiano Ronaldo gets a little bit less of a limelight when Karisma is playing on the field because he had that you know motion in his entire work or work, you, know, you know he just drags the player towards them because mm-hmm. at any moment he can just shoot the ball from outside of his foot and the ball would end up at the back of the net he has so many techniques he had and he had Finesse, he has everything. So yes, indeed, Karazma is one of those players which is which has got less of a limelight, being you know under the presence of uh, such a charismatic figure on the other end of the field. But together, when they are combined, yes, they did put up some of the best performances as far as Portugal has ever seen. True, true, true. And uh, let's talk about Uruguay's. Uh, what can we say? The the way that they challenged and the way that they ran. I mean, they mm. were they were speedsters. To be very honest, I mean, if if you actually uh, if you actually followed this universe, you would actually know. Mm. I mean, you do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you would know that they were proper flashes. They, I think, they were tapped into the speed force. Yeah. The way that they were running uh, to get that goal. Mm. After this, like defending, they like defend it done. Mm. Now throw the ball, like just get the ball out, mm. up, up the field. Mm. And there would be a man who would be running, and he get the ball mm. and score. Somehow managed to, you know, pop out right everything and yeah, right. Speedsters because at the other end of the field there were thirty-four year and thirty-five year old defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. they are amazing players but when it comes to you know getting the ball and you know doing things which actually happen with them that mm. that's where they lack that that was that particular moment where you know the spirit of but the same tactic actually barcelona uses against real madrid 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That was similar thing. What Swarhil did. It was wonderfully executed plan, and I think it was a part of the tactics, which you know, to stretch the players from one field, one end of the uh, uh, pitch to another end of the pitch. They what Swarhil did. Similar things uh, is done by in was used to do done by Iniesta. Iniesta used yeah. to do the same thing. He used to keep the ball. in the uh, in the field from and used to take the ball in the field from one end and put it to the other end stretching the defense and creating spaces and in those and as you get spaces you just you just barge mm-hmm. in you just walk in because that is exactly what happened in uh, brazil versus germany yes they were just trying to open up spaces and as they found spaces there was this one man who always knew mm-hmm. where to get in not one man actually 11 men 11 men No. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, man of the match for both of the teams. Who would you say is the man of the match for the first game that was Argentina versus France? Man of the match. Man of the match, obviously, Mbappe. Mbappe. Okay. Yeah, he was he was amazing. Oh. He was amazing. And for Uruguay versus Portugal, please don't say Cavani. I mean, like, yeah, he scored nice, but no, please. he couldn't. You, Go, you oh man, man. Yeah. I was actually going to give it to two people, Gimnes yeah. and Godin, because the thing is they, yeah. Yeah. they, they were amazing. What a game! I mean, without uh, without them, Portugal would have scored nearly, I guess, three three goals. Because yeah, I mean that's what they did against <laughs> Ramos and PK mm. and Bihia. Yeah. I think I think I think we need to redefine who our best defenders are because yeah. Ronaldo just decimated our best defenders and well we saw who the best defenders are on yeah. the world center hmm. center center back obviously center back center back yeah let's not talk about Marcelo because Marcelo is like he's another level <laughs> he's another level <laughs> so yeah. yeah I think I think that'll be that'll be nice that'll be amazing hmm. that's it I think that's it from our side. Thank you, Harsh, for coming and sharing your views and sharing your amazing, amazing dank review yeah. of how the entire two matches, the first two matches of the knockout round went. And uh, I would really expect that you come on more and talk about this. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. <laughs> so that is it today from my side. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Fever Talks with Hathi podcast is produced every day for your enjoyment and show notes are found on hathitalks.wordpress.com. If you like the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at hathi.talks, Twitter at hathi.talks and Facebook. Goodbye and hope to see you again tomorrow.